Well, 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 good afternoon, good afternoon, peoples. This to be Keith. And you know I'm coming to keep it real on this lovely Sunday afternoon. So how you lovely people out there doing? I hope everyone is fine, everyone is well. Emotionally, physically, mentally, you know, spiritually. I hope everybody's okay and fine. And if you're not, it's okay. Everybody's not put together, you know? Everybody is allowed to have their days. Everybody is allowed to feel their emotions. So it's all right. But I will say, don't let it define you, and don't let it take over you. You feel those emotions. You recognize it. You recognize that trigger for that emotion. You learn what was it that triggered that emotion. And here you go, just like you do on social media. Blacklist. Block the negativity. You know, especially when you know in your heart you move right. Especially when you know in your heart you did good, you know. Even if you felt you did something wrong, we, you know, as long as you know you came as a, a mature adult or a mature adolescent and apologized and recognized and took ownership for what you did, you know. And that's a big, that's a big thing to me, especially if someone has to apologize to the person that, you know, either put them in that headspace but just being rational and don't want to either lose a friendship or relationship or not, or whatever it is going on. They'd be the bigger person and just apologize, you know. And that's good. I, I, I respect that, you know. I respect someone that take um, ownership of their account, uh, ownership for their actions, and, you know. And it's just dope because not many people do that, you know. And you'd be surprised how... Many people in this world that does apologize or does play the victim and they really out here um, preying on people, like people kindness and people weaknesses for them and shit like that. Oh, man, it's Sunday. I don't, I'm not, I don't want to cuss on Sundays. I'm going to work on that. You know, so it's just like, Wow. You'd be surprised. So it's just like, mm-mm-mm. See me, I smell bullshit a mile away. Okay, so I be, I, I smell it a mile away. So when it's coming, I still let it come because I want to see it try me and I want to see me face it. I'm not running. I'm not running. I'm not running a marathon. I got a life is a marathon, okay? Please, what breaks? Huh. What What you mean they don't get, you can't jump no hurdle? Well, you better figure it out. You better trip and fall until you get it. That's life. Summed up all in one. Like, and it's just like, wow. But, yeah, I'm going to be right back, guys, with some more stuff to talk about. And I'll uh, see ya. Hey, 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 and I'm back. Okay, guys. What a beautiful Sunday. I feel so relaxed and calm and humble. And, you know, my mind is just, like, in a really deep thought process, you know. And I'm allowing it to be there, and I'm allowing it to stay there. You know, I already felt my emotions. I processed them. I found out and looked and searched for what triggered those emotions. And, uh... Blacklist negativity. I'm not around. I'm not around. Yeah. I'm still detoxing negativity. I'm still juggling with it. Mm hmm. And you know, it's so sad because there'd be some people that you know is toxic. But at the same time, you know they're such a good person. And you would hate to give up on them. Or you would hate to be confrontational with them or not. You just want to. Continue to be patient and build with them and do whatever it is, a lover, a friend, a best friend, aunt, uncle, whoever. But it's like at the same time, you just be like, well, 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 what the fuck? No way, see? I, I got to work on that. I just said I didn't want to cuss on the Sunday, see? Well, 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 why? Look at here, Lord, 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 look at this, you know? And I feel like this. If someone comes in your life, it's never for no reason. I'm sorry. God does not make no mistakes, first and foremost. So if someone comes in your life and they betrayed you or they hurt you 
Or if they come in your life and they loving up on you and they appreciate you, just go with the flow and just know it's for a reason. Now, if that person betrayed you or hurt you or whatever, didn't have any good intentions for you, and they out your life, it's okay to feel those emotions. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to go through that and let them walk on and understand. Oh, that was just a lesson and a blessing. You know, God had that person come and do something to me. And just latch on and appreciate the ones that really love you unconditionally. Even if you feel like you don't get along with them like that or whatever, I'm telling you. Latch on to the ones that love you unconditionally. No matter if you did do them wrong, no matter if you uh, haven't talked to them in a while. And when I mean like did them wrong, like said some mean words or kept ghost them or kept away from them or stuff like that. I ain't talking about no abuse because I don't condone that shit. I'm sorry I had to say it with that, like for real. No, I'm not talking about like no abuse, any type of form of abuse, no. I ain't talking about uh, infidelity and all that, no. Because at the same time, male or female, you have to stand. You have to stand for something or you won't fall for anything. And to me, those things right there is boundaries that should not be crossing in a friendship, a relationship, or whatever. So, you know, and then, you know, so those are boundaries that should not be crossed, right? And then you still have someone that loves you and you cross them boundaries, you got to hold on to them, for real, because that's solitude. And that means that person truly loves you unconditionally, as in, as in God loves us. Because we all sin in some way every day. We all live wrong in some way every day. Ain't nobody perfect, period, you know? So, Yeah. And God still loves us and God still makes a way for us whether we believe in him or not. You having a bad day or you having a rough week, a rough month, a rough year. And during that rough month, rough week or rough year, you still don't know how you're going to do it. But you got through it. <clears throat> you better thank him. He there. Ain't what you can see. It's what you believe. And that's real. That is real. It's a lot of ungrateful and unappreciative people in this world. And I'm going to tell you, the smallest things is what matter. You know, the smallest things. It's time for people to stand up, take accountability for their actions and their ways. And if they know their ways is toxic, it's okay to take time to start fixing yourself. It's okay to take ownership in doing it. And that means now you finally got the lesson. You know, and it's just so, it's just terrible. And some people just love being toxic and being around toxic people. Some people enjoy that. That's their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. They don't like being around, I'm not going to say non-toxic people because I really feel like that's super critical because we all have our toxic ways in some way. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm talking about them consistent toxic people that's toxic on purpose, intentionally, and they enjoy it. Those toxic people. They don't, ain't even trying to fix it. Don't want to fix it. Dumb toxic people. It's terrible. It's terrible. Me, listen, I encounter these toxic people. I give them a chance, give them a benefit of doubt, because who am I to judge to say that, you know, they can't change their ways or they can't start working on themselves. Whatever the case may be. Because I know I'm there and I met them for a reason and God put me there for a reason with them. So let's see, what's this purpose? And you know when the purpose is handled and is there because either it ain't work out or on to the next chapter. You know what I mean? And if you're on to the next chapter, that means your purpose works. If you left, you, you did what you had to do. Now move on out the way and let God continue to match that path for that person and match that path for yourself. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, I feel bad for people that get ran over. Not like with by a car, but like took advantage of by people because they're kind, they're nice, they understand it, they get it, and basically they understand life. And they get it. And so they just know and pick and choose who get that love and loyalty from them. That's real. Like, it's hard to find people like that. It really is. And I noticed those are people that when 
they express themselves like, okay, listen, I feel like you're X, Y, Z, or whatever, whatnot. And now they're alone, no friends. And I'm not, I, no, that's, I don't agree with that. Oh, well, if you don't have no friends or you can't keep friends for long, you need to check yourself. You may be toxic at X, Y, and Z, da 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 No. You will know if you're toxic. Because I feel like if you're toxic, you have more friends. You have more people in your face to act like they love you. Because now you, you're entertaining and you're engaged in the toxicity. Now you're at their level. But I feel like if you're truthful and you're honest and you keep it 100 and you tell them what it is and tell them how it is, either if they're doing something wrong to someone else or to themselves or to you, you know, and if they really love you and they care about you, they'll eat that, they'll take that in consideration and start looking at themselves, whether they agree or not. And then when it comes to you, you guys have the understanding. But no love lost. No, nothing lost, no love, no energy, nothing lost. And y'all still move on. Nah, it ain't like that no more. This world's so fake. And love fake and love lies and live off the lies and built off the lies. It's like, the truth is just fucking acid to them. Tell them the truth, they, ah! No, you done, don't you done melt their skin off their bones or something. <laughs> it's just terrible. And you be looking at them like, I'm telling you this for your own good. Well, I'm telling you this because I thought our bond or our friendship meant something, so you will be willing to want to work on that and fix that and change that. I guess not. I guess not. And time really doesn't wait for no one, okay? Time don't wait for no one. And one more a piece of advice before I go on commercial break. People, 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 say what you mean and mean what you say. Because some people take your words serious because they value And some people just don't care and they don't listen. But still, say what you mean and mean what you say. Period. And I will be back. Hey, 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 guys. And I'm back. Yes, yeah, so... What we're going to talk about today is, what are the top 10 things that ruin perfectly good relationships? Uh-huh. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, anyone in a relationship will testify. However, those involved must be proactive and invest time into making it successful. There are numerous of internal and external factors that can impact on a relationship. So you need to take responsibility for your own actions and attitude. And it wasn't I just saying this. This is I got this off of Google and um, a site called lifehacks.org. Okay? And I just want to make sure I know what I'm talking about. So you know I'm doing my facts. This is how I know I know what I'm talking about when I, and it's real because I ain't even searched this. And I was talking about it before, just before going on break, right? I know what I'm talking about. I told you I come and I come real. All right, so I'm going to read the 10 things that, the 10 factors that they said that can ruin relationships. Neglecting, number one is neglecting to take care of your parents. You know, honestly, I kind of agree with that. I do because um, I, in my experience with one of my long-term relationships, my very first relationship, you know, after I had kids, and, you know, I'm, I'm like, well, who care about looking like da, da, da. You know, that's the mentality I have, because I wasn't thinking about loving myself. I was thinking about loving my son and loving the man I was with and loving everyone around me, you know, and I stopped taking care of myself. And what happened, it started to lead him to my children's father and to stop losing, you know, he used to stop losing interest, I should say, as time went by. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. That's, that's true. And he went elsewhere. He started going with the woman and makeup and all dressed up. And, hey, I mean, I respect it. You know, I ain't mad at it. It ain't what you do. It's how you move it. All right? Now, the next one they say is taking your partner for granted. Yes. I want to say that shit again. Taking your partner for granted. 
Okay, and this, these tips I'm um, reading off to, some of these don't just apply to relationships as in spouses and lovers. Some of these apply to friendships too. Okay? Alright. You can't take a granted of people because you take from them. And every time you take a granted of someone that you supposedly allegedly care about and you don't show no remorse or show no sympathy or show no change, every time you're doing that, just look at that as a stamp of approval for damage, stamp of approval for damage, and remind you, think about it, this is a person that either you know what they went through or been through, and you know they're already a little fragile, and it need to be worked, be fixed just like with yourself, and you still bring them back to what they've been through or not, put them through it in a different way but worse, like come on, that ain't right, it ain't cool. I felt like if you ain't ready for yourself and you know all you're going to do is take, 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 and you know that person ain't right and they don't have it in them to deal with that or the strength or it could break them, don't do that. Move on because, you know, it does impact people's lives. Okay, so the next one is, what is this? Stockpiling negative emotions. Wow. I'm going to read that again. Stockpiling negative emotions and back again to what we talked about before the break-in when I first got on okay and I said this and I'm doing the research to make sure I'm telling you guys facts and I am you know negative energy negative emotions okay if you feel some that that's why I say communication comprehending and listening is three factors, and that's very important, okay? Communication so you can know what's going on or where that person's staying or how you got to deal with that person that day. Comprehension is making sure you take time out to understand where they're coming from. Take yourself out your shoes or what you feel or what you believe and what you're against to. And look at it from their perspective. And listen. Say less. And listen more. I'm telling you. I think that is a great method. Like, seriously. It ain't just communication and listening. And comprehending. Understanding. And that's, that stuff is important. You know? Because people take things so totally different. And some people just do things. They don't care. They don't care. It's, and it's crazy. And to me, it's insane. Stop doing people like that. You don't know what they're going through personally. Because they don't put their emotions on you. They come to you as, not peace, but a little peace of a mind. You know, like, that's crazy. So, the next one is being overly critical of your partner. Yes. All that, ju you this, you that, you this, you that, you this, you that. Stop that. Especially if you already talked about it. I'm not saying don't acknowledge them to help them grow. But if you acknowledged it, y'all talked about it, you expressed what you thought and gave your advice, all right, move on. Don't keep doing that to them. Don't keep just keep doing it. That, that you're going to make them feel like they're less than or they're going to never be good enough for you. Friends or a, a lover or family member. You know, let's go for all relationships. Big facts. Number five, failing to understand each other's expectations from life. Honey, failing to understand each other's expectations from life. Listen. If you ain't there, if you don't have the same vision as your lover or your friend or your family member, no matter, still support them because that's what they expect and they want for their life. And they just need your support because they, you're someone special to them and you hold some type of special foundation for them. You know, so that, that makes them feel, all right, yeah, I got, you know, make them feel great. Not no, oh my goodness, you always got to do this. Huh, it's always about this. It's always don't do that. When you know that's something they're passionate about. And you knew what you was in for before you even got with that person and you knew what they were going for. Be supportive. Especially your lover and your spouse. And especially because y'all building a foundation in the family or whatever, just building the future. Be supportive. Your friends too. Be supportive. Encourage them. Support don't always mean giving them money or putting them on. Encourage them. 
reassure them that they can do it and it is possible. And if not, you still right there behind them to help them, you know, get through a failing moment. Because guess what? The most successful most uh, successful person failed millions and trillions of times before they got it right. And they had to hurt a lot of feelings and leave a lot of people behind. Okay? So you don't want to bring that into your relationship with whomever. Because guess what? It's either going to make them or break them. And you don't want it to break them. Because now that goes to mental health and mental and verbal abuse. And those things have extremely big impact on someone and their confidence, their self-esteem, and their choices and decisions on life. Okay? Be mindful. Treat, how, treat others how you want to be treated. Stop treating others how people treat you. And you know you don't like it. That's that BS. Y'all run around here, and the ones that's treating y'all wrong, y'all upraise them. And the ones that's doing y'all right, y'all treat them how the ones treating you. Keep that negative energy. That's what you want. You stay over there. But let me tell you something. You compacting that negative energy, eventually you're going to pop. And then that means you're not taking care of yourself and loving yourself and loving your mental health. All right. On to the next one. Neglecting to follow your own interests. That falls in the category with self-loving. You know, sometimes it's okay to be, to uh, have a selfishly day unapologetically and love up on yourself. Because you deserve it and you're worth it. You're dang on right. It's okay. But what? It affects that in relationships is some people don't understand that. And when that's and when that's someone don't understand that and they make that confrontational for you and make you feel like you don't have the right to love upon yourself, uh, selfishly and unapologetically, they don't understand you and they ain't for you. They selfish. And they they're extremely selfish. In a negatively way. No support. And what you do? Black. Block the negative, okay? Now, the next one is putting yourself and your needs first. Hmm. Putting yourself and your needs first. I agree on this. Okay, basically, I'm just going to read what this said because it's just real dope. All successful relationships are based on a Sense of compromise and collaboration. As, it, as each individual must consider the needs of their partner and place these ahead of their own, individuals who come to put their own needs first unlikely to prosper in a relationship simply because their better half will become tired of being marginalized and having their feelings degrade, de- disregard over it. A prolonged period of time. Okay. I agree to disagree with this. I agree because, yes, you have to consider it, have to be considerate. You have to compromise, okay? You have to collaborate. But also your spouse should also know it's okay to allow your spouse to love on themselves and put their self first. Because if they're not taking care of their self and they're not taking care of their mental health, how are they going to give you good? And... When they're not doing that and they're not giving you good, that's where you start feeling neglected and disregarded. Think about it. Because now they're holding, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, dang it, I'm, I lost the word I'm looking for. But I'll get back to it. But, yeah, you have to, like, yeah, you have to be considerate, collaborate, communicate, compromise, comprehend, and listen. And sensitize? Yeah, and sensitize. Okay? Because I'm just going to say, you know what? I, I can't get the word, but, like, you don't want them to hold a grudge against you or, you know, have any resent. You don't want them to have any resentment against you because it's going to happen. If they have to continuously keep putting you first before themselves. And it's a problem for you when they don't. No. Compromise, collaborate, communicate, comprehend, and listen. Okay? That's, that's all I got to say about that one. Now, the next one is 
avoiding honesty and open communication in a bed to keep the peace. Hmm. I got quiet because I'm like, huh? I'm going to read this, what they said. While honesty can ultimately save and preserve a relationship, it may also cause a significant amount of conflict and disruption Disruption in the process, excuse me. You must never be afraid of engaging in honest and open communication as a way of resolving relationship issues as your willingness to confront harsh home truths reflects a desire to make a love match. If you look, sorry, if you look to avoid confrontation simply as a way of keeping the peace, the chances are that Unresolved issues will fester and untimely in the relationship prematurely. Ain't that the truth? Listen, agree to disagree, but keep it real. Keep it real. Like, tell the truth, whether they want to hear it or not. If they mad at you or they feel you hurt their feelings or you betray them or you ain't right or you against them or whatever, you know in your heart is true and ain't malice or nothing. And they walk away from you, or they start treating you different, or treating you like a villain, it's okay. They'll thank you later when it all makes sense to them. Okay? But, you know, people got to be willing to hear it. In this world, today, people are so used to people being yes-men and telling them what they want to hear because they're too busy trying to get what they want for their selfish needs. If someone's telling you what you want to hear and everything sounds so right, and they, don't, and they don't tell you nothing about yourself, straight up, whether it's something you did to them or you're doing to other people or you're doing it yourself and everything is always good uh, uh, they ain't got they, they all for themselves because they know they keep you that way they gonna get what they want so stay woke people stay woke okay protect your energy big facts and the next one is failing to create the idea of work life and balance you have to respect your spouses your friends whoever grind Never knock nobody hustle. I don't care what this paragraph says. I feel different wise because you never knock no one hustle. Because if they ain't got it, you're going to be mad. You're going to have resentment because you're going to feel like you're carrying all the weight by yourself. But when they out there getting and they making it happen, don't make it difficult for them. And yes, balance. I do agree with balance. Do what you got to do. Be respectful with it as well. And just understand each other grind. Get a plan. Get a schedule. Go buy it. Stay consistent and respect it. Balance, period. Next one and the last one. Refusing to say sorry even when you are in the wrong. Hmm. Refusing to say sorry even when you're in the wrong. <laughs> yes, the last one. Woo. Oh, my God. I agree. I'm going to read what this said. I agree with this said. On a final note, not even the most loving relationship can survive without a certain amount of mutual respect this can be shown in various ways but one of the most obvious is the willingness to apologize and show remorse when you are in the wrong this show a keen sense of maturity integrity as you are happy to accept when you have made a mistake and offended your partner if sorry is the hardest word for you to say however this stubborn and short-sighted outlook may, may well end up costing you your relationship. Okay? And that brings back to what I said. I think it was either earlier or a couple of breaks after. Listen. Own it. Even when you don't feel like you're wrong. Even if you know you don't feel it. If that person is telling you how you made them feel. You can't tell someone how they feel. So take yourself out your shoes. You're stubbornly shoes. You know, I apologize. Well, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. I'm sorry for saying it that way. My intentions wasn't to do that. But I will work on my approach and how I say things to you. I apologize. Wow. Was that so hard? No. But I'm going to come right back with some more commentary for you guys and some more research and some more questions after this break. Keep it real, y'all, because that's what we do. Ain't no other way. True. 
Hey, 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 and I'm back. Your girl keeps just keeping it real. Okay, so now we're going to talk about emotions and emotionless people. All right, so y'all ready for this? Okay. Now, I have a couple of questions, so I'm wanting to know, like, what do they call it for people that can't show no emotion? That's hmm. What my medical his terminology is, that's alexithemia. And if anyone don't know what alexithemia is, I will give you the meaning, okay? So you guys ready for this? Is a personality constructed, criticized by the subconscious inability to identify and describe emotions experienced by one's self or others? Okay, so in our way, we would say that's emotionless. You're cold-hearted. You're numb. You're selfish, right? You don't see nobody else's view. When you say that to that person, that's what they are. Alexithemia, okay? Alexithemia. Now, what causes alexithemia? Hmm. State says alexithemia has a specific cause. Is It is often a temporary condition. Post-traumatic stress disorder caused by experiencing a horrifying event is one example that is known to trigger this type of alexithemia. Trait alexithemia is believed to be a characteristic inherited in a person's personality. Okay? So some people like that because they've been traumatized or been through a horrifying experience. But some people like that because they just like that and they don't give a damn and they don't have no consideration for no others feeling. Okay, some is intentionally like that and some is not. Keep that in mind. You just gotta know the difference between the two. And I believe you will know. Okay? Now, what counts as emotional neglect? Let's see what research says. Emotional neglect is a parent's failure to respond enough to a child's emotional needs. Emotional neglect is in, in some ways, the opposite of mistreatment and abuse because an important part of themselves, their emotional selves, has been denied. They may find themselves feeling disconnected, unfulfilled, or empty. Well, that's a lot of people in the world feel like that. You know, and it's not just from parents. It's from loved ones, too. Close, close people, too. They have to, you know, they do that, too. And they, they, they make damaged people, you know? Be mindful how you treat others. Just always show some type of love and emotion, even if they're bitter and sour. You never know. You might be helping them change, or you might just, you know, be just doing it. But, hey, at least you attempt to. You feel me? So the next one is, can someone turn off their emotions? Uh, duh, alexithemia. Do I have to read that again? All right. So, let's see. The next one is, is emotional detachment a mental illness? Hmm. What do you guys think? Let me see. That's what research says. Emotional detachment often arises from psychological trauma in early years as well as throughout adulthood and is a component in many anxiety and stress disorders. They may avoid activity, places, and people's associates with any traumatic events they have experienced. Hmm. So, you know, sometimes people are, I'm so depressed. No, you just might be emotionally detached, you know? If you don't really know the difference between the two, educate yourself, do the research, because that plays a big part. You know, after reading that, and I'm like, wow, you know, I, some people do those things, and they're just like, I'm depressed, or they automatically label as depressed or depression. But in reality, it could just be emotional detached because it's hard for them to be emotionally attached to people because when they are, they're always let down or it's not always, you know, reciprocated or received. However, who knows, but be mindful. I treat Hmm. What is a narcissistic alexithemia? Hmm. Let's see what research says. Alexithemia is when you have trouble identifying and describing your feelings as well as others and struggle with empathy and NPD. 
narcissistic personality disorder. And that is an over over inflation of self-importance mental health issue. It's mentally. Narcissists are mentally ill. Okay? So that's why it's important to be mindful as well. Because some narcissists can be changed. They can be helped to be changed. And some of them are, I say, the ones that are intentionally narcissists and they know they are. And they know they ain't got to be like that. That's toxic and that's negativity. And that's evil. You block that. But the ones that show you compassion at the same time and show you, like, you know, they're attempting to fix the narcissistic issues and behaviors that they have. You don't have to, like, stay close to them. You can still love them from a distance and still help them out and still encourage them. But emotionally detach yourself from them. Because either or, whether they mean it or not, it's still a form of toxicness and negativity. Okay? Protect your energy. It's very important. Then I got one more, and then I'm going to go on break. Okay. Do sociopaths have emotions? Hmm. Let's see. In other words, their biology is such that they do not experience emotion as intensely as others and therefore. It is thought that they are not inhibited by guilt, fear, anxiety, self-doubt, or remorse. It is readily observed that sociopaths experience feelings such as anger, resentment, envy, and jealousy. Wow. So we have a world full of sociopaths. Damn, I wish they could put a billboard. Sociopath, sociopath, narcissist, narcissist. You know, so we don't have to scramble our, our emotions and our decisions and our reactions like we playing bingo or picking out the goddamn raffle, you know? So I'm going to come back with some more commentary after this break. I'll see you guys when I get back. Okay, so I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. So I was doing some more research, and I wanted to know what this study says. Is men more sensitive than women, or is women more sensitive than men? And as I'm doing my research, and I'm just looking through all different type of, you know, website, medical or mental health behavior websites, and, you know, they couldn't even, studies couldn't even come with a, a solid answer. So with that being said is you cannot... I repeat, you cannot attach gender to emotions and who's sensitive or not. You ask me, it depends on the situation, it depends on the person and their personality. That's it. It don't matter if it's a man or a woman. No man, I don't, so as I see from studies, a man is no more sensitive than a woman and a woman is no more sensitive than a man. So, I don't know guys. What you guys think? Hmm. What I think, my personal opinion and not studies, hmm, let's see. I feel men are more sensitive than women. And I'm going to tell you this, why? Because women, before they leave a man, they will leave him mentally first. That woman could still be there with you physically. But mentally... She already left you. And you'll be able to tell the difference. Now a man, he will lead you on. You know that, not all, let me clarify that. Not all men. If he's a type of guy that's not able to take accountability or responsibility for his actions, he will lead you on and lead you on because he'd be too scared or too selfish to tell you how he really feel about you. Okay? And what that is, being sensitive to that person's emotions. But thank you, you're helping them in reality, you're hurting them, and you're, and you're mentally abusing them. So yes, I really feel that men are more sensitive than women. Because a lot of things that males do statistically to women, let a woman do it to a man. We see what happens to the women that do do it to a man. And what that man is plastered on the news, looking like he done lost his whole soul, because he did. 
You know, just keep that in mind. I just feel don't attach no gender, even what your personal opinion is. Just keep an open mind and be optimistic and don't attach any gender and just go for how the person is in their personality. That's why being observant and saying less and listening more and, you know, just doing that and sitting there, you'll learn a lot about people. You'll learn more about them than they know about themselves. And then that's, oh, you're a psychic. You, no, I pay attention to detail. I'm very preserving because I take my energy serious. I protect it, my energy and my vibes, you know? So we're going to come back with another topic. This, this part going to be a little short. And I'll hit you guys right back. And I'm back and I'm back and I'm back again. All right, so the next topic is going to be five effective ways to control your emotions. Because believe it or not, a lot of people struggle with controlling their emotions. And a lot of people struggle with knowing how to control their emotions. Okay? Don't let that go over your head. So I'm going to give you what studies gave me, what my research gave me too. Okay, five ways to control your emotions, okay? First, situation selections. Involving taking actions to put yourself in a situation where you know which emotions you are likely to experience or not experience, depending on what you want. That's true. So, for example, if you know you always get agitated and overwhelmed when shopping at a crowded mall or being around a lot of people, then stop when it's less, you know, like just stop. Like don't do that and go when you know there's either not a lot of people there or something like that in that nature. Basically, they, this just confused me, so I know you guys are going to be confused. So let me clarify this. So basically is what it's saying is identify what triggers that emotion in that situation and avoid it and find a solution for it, period. That's it. Okay. Situation modification. That's number two. Situation modification. Take place during the course of what could be a potential stressful situation and you take it upon yourself to modify the external physical environment. If, for instance, you know you get nervous when you have the boss over for dinner, instead of trying to prepare the meal yourself and risk flopping by being nervous, you have it catered, you know, have it catered. Find a solution so you don't be nervous. Find a solution to what is the trigger, nervous, anxiety, hurt, sad, whatever, okay? Number three. Attentional development. No, sorry. Attentional deployment. Yes. That's the correct word. Unlike the first two situations for which you change the environment, attentional deployment involves directing one's attention towards or away from an emotional situation. It is an internal version of situation selection whereby you change your focus or choose how to think about the circumstances. By changing your thinking, you change your response. Okay? Think before you react. Filter. I'm going to give you guys an example. If you were about to audition for a play, which was also auditioning many accomplished actors leaving you to fill intimidated, you know, like someone that you feel did bigger than you or more experiences, and they leave you intimidated, right? And in that intimidation, I'm like, oh, man, how am I going to be better than them? Oh, they got this. I'm not going to do this. You know, now you, oh, 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 wild and out. Nope. My opinion, if you're having those type of troubles, intentional deployment, it goes right back to number two and one. Put yourself in situations that you know is not going to trigger anything or any of those emotions. And if you can't help, but can't help yourself and you are put in those situations, then you know, remove yourself, regroup yourself, and block that negativity. Don't go back that way. Okay? Big facts. You know? Number four. Hmm... 
cognate change involves changing how you assess the situation so as to alter its emotional meaning. You know, a lot of this stuff is uh, repeti- uh, rhetorical, you know? And they just keep, it's like giving you the same answer in different ways. And let me tell you, I'm not even going to go number five. We're just going to jump to number five. Number five, response mutilation involves attempting to directly influence physical, experimental, or behavior responses. Period, point blank. My overall opinion on how to, my overall opinion and advice on how to control your emotions, avoid situations that trigger them if you can. And if you can't avoid it or you will have no control over the situation and you're put in it, remove yourself. So if you can avoid it, avoid it. And if you can remove, and then if you can't and you're stuck in it, remove yourself, regroup, readjust, and now you know you blocked that, okay? So that's the end of that for this segment. And I'm going to be right back after a break, guys. Um, And that should be pretty much shortly. And sit tight. Okay, okay, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. I was doing research on the break on when should a person say they had enough, right? And it wasn't giving me all kinds of solid stuff. So I'm going to tell you my opinion. I believe this. It's time for you to say enough is enough when you're losing yourself. It's okay to put work in and emotions and be understanding to someone, whether it's a lover, friend, or or a family member. But once you start feeling like you're losing yourself and you're not recognizing yourself and you're feeling more empty and more alone and more lost, ah, ah, nope, you got to cut that off, regroup yourself, love up on yourself, and then now you know, now I can't, that's not what I need, this is what I don't want, this is what I don't like. That's loving up on yourself. Identifying what's good for you, what's not for you, and knowing your worth and knowing your values. And once you get those things back, you will know when enough is enough. And I, my honest opinion, once you get those things back, you ain't going to have no tolerance for the BS. You ain't going to have to worry about saying enough is enough. Up, oh, you about that? At, block. I don't need you. And then trust me, a lot of people, they come running back. And they know, oh, dang, you know, I messed up. You got to be watch out for them because they're coming back. to suck you dry again because they need to reboot themselves. No. Nope. So you got to know how to identify and pay attention to detail. That's very important in life. Pay attention to detail and being very observing and saying less and listening more. Telling you, say less, you listen more, you be observant and have your boundaries and you stand silent to them and take no bullshit, no zero tolerance for bullshit. Trust me. You will know, and you will know what to say, what to do, how to do it, and when not to do it, and who to do it to, and who lets you do it to you, (laughs) whatever way it is. You know, I'm talking for everybody. I ain't just pointing out certain groups of people. No, I'm talking about everybody, everybody, because everybody got something, little something messed up in them about themselves, and that's the truth, you know? So, (laughs) just love on yourself. Before you want to love somebody and want somebody to love you, Love on yourself first. So if that person do fail to love you, you ain't got to worry about being put in a situation to let, find out when enough is enough. Okay? Love on yourself first so you can learn to identify what you want and what you don't want. Because people that don't want, know what they want and they just continuously doing things and more things they do is more malice, they lost. They're lost soul. They got a lot of soul searching to do. And, and they ain't ready to do it because they're not ready to take responsibility and ownership for their actions and clean up the paths that they destructed and build the paths that keep them above. Like, they just don't want to. So, you know, be observant. Say less. Okay? Mm, you'll be good. That's how I live my life. Very observant, and I say less. And that's it. And people are like, how you know that person was like that? How you know this that? You're like, no, energy. I'm very big on energy and vibes. Body language. You think you go to a police station or you stand in front of a judge or you at a debate. You think your components or the apps 
is going to sit there and listen to what comes out your mouth when they know the tongue can fabricate or sugarcoat shit. No, they are trained to read your body. Your body tells everything. They can see if you're nervous. They can see if you're lying. You know? If you don't know how to read body language, do some research. Educate yourself. You don't need a damn go to college and degree to know that. We Technology ruling the world anyway, so you better put it used to anyway. Get you a free college education researcher. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's my opinion on that. And I'm going to be back with the last and the ending of this episode. Stay tuned. Okay, okay, okay. I'm back, I'm back. So on break, I wanted to do some research and make sure, you know, I tell facts and I know what I'm talking about. Clearly. I haven't been proven wrong yet. Thank you, thank you. But I don't know everything now. Don't get me wrong. Let me not. Don't take it like I think I know everything, okay? Because I don't. Vibes, energy, body language. That's how I get through life, okay? So my question was, why should someone make sure they reassure another person that they appreciate it, appreciate them or they're thankful for them or they love them? I feel it's important because you're building that other person's confidence. You're adding to their self-value. And you're adding to helping them know all the hard work they're putting in and all the effort they put in to even clean up their wrongs is appreciated and it's a knowledge because that makes them and encourage them to want to do it more. So, yes, I think it's very important to reassure your spouse, your lover, your family member that they're appreciated, that you love them, that they're doing great, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay? It's very important. It is because you don't do that, that person's going to feel like they're giving and giving and giving and no one's giving it to them. And giving and giving and giving don't always mean financially, emotionally. They're giving and giving and giving to you, but you're taking and taking and taking because you're not acknowledging and you're not reassuring that they appreciate it, they're doing a good job, they're on the right track, you appreciate their effort and X, Y, and Z. Build, build someone up. Invest in them. Build them up. You know? Or help. I'm Let me say help build them up. You know? Don't help finish tearing them down like the world doing. That's crazy. I just really think that's really absolutely crazy. I've always been the person to always reassure and let someone know, you're appreciated, you're doing good. Even if they're not my lover, even if they're not my family member, I just do it. And you see the difference. That's how I know that's a fact. Actually, I was just in that situation like the day before yesterday, actually. Yeah, like the day before yesterday. Helping want someone reassure themselves that they're doing great. Because the person that that person was looking for to do that and say that wasn't doing it. And it killed their spirit and their soul. And I'm like, oh man, now what that's about to bring that negative energy. And I reassured it for that person. And it perked them right back up. So, once again, be observant. Pay attention to detail. Be mindful for others. Treat others how you want to be treated, even if they don't treat you like that. Because that would kill them even more. Okay, guys? I'm not going to be here on long. We, I've been on all day. So, enjoy. Knock yourself out. Stay tuned. Keep posted. Support, support, support. And share, share, share. Thank you very much. And I'm out of here, guys. Peace.